My name is Dave Hollenbach, the host of From Embers to Excellence, a podcast that explores the many facets of leadership from the perspectives of some amazing people. We discuss the triumphs and failures that have shaped our lives and our leadership philosophies. I've found that it isn't whether we fail that defines us, but when we do fail, how we respond. Leaders dust off the ashes and use their failures as fuel to work harder and as lessons to come back wiser and stronger, more resilient, more determined, and more committed to excellence. Today, I am talking with Krishna Mohan. He is the president of Genius Visionary Incorporated. He's got three master's degrees, a master's in international business, a master's in marketing and management, and a master's in finance. He's got experience with uh, helping organizations uh, become involved in, in functional through working uh, with NASA. Um, your experience in, uh, in the business world is, is pretty vast, but um, before we get into what G, uh, Genius Visionary Incorporated is all about, I, I'd like to get a sense of, of who you are and maybe get um, a little bit of your background, maybe where you were born and raised and what your family life was like. Sure, sure, Dave. Uh, thank you for that introduction and the opportunity. Um, I'm originally from India. I was born and raised in India. A majority of my childhood was in India. Um, uh, coming from, uh, you know, a regular middle class background, you know, working class parents and uh, uh, got some uh, opportunity to be uh, part of a good uh, private school, private education, private school education and things like that. So that helped me uh, to pick up some uh, strong uh, foundation. Um, and uh, slowly I, I picked up interest in um, people, um, you know, uh, always curious to know their motivations and uh, trying to uh, help uh, solve problems, um, then I thought maybe sales might be a good profession to pick, pick that from there. Um, and I, uh, I got an opportunity to, uh, to join GE, uh, I got, the, got there um, as a trainee, I got a uh, lot of training, a lot of, um, you know, skills, a lot of opportunity to work with different levels of managers, different markets, and really learned a lot, uh, both at an organizational level, um, customers, market, um, how the whole corporate environment um, you know, works. Uh, got a very good idea. And then I, I grew up pretty quickly. I was running an operation, a state operation. So I was there for a while, about six years, and then uh, pretty uh, successful. Um, I was one of the best guy in the country um, and um, moved on to, you know, Whirlpool, which is, uh, again, U.S. company. I, I got opportunity to 
take a bigger responsibility again in sales and then fast forward i joined another fortune 500 company uh, telecom i was a key account manager so that went on to a uh, sometime and then again through this process I'm, I'm constantly learning i'm hungry i'm passionate to learn grow um, um and then i realized that uh, maybe i should but at the time i finished my undergrad and then i did my master's in marketing management um, at the time since i was in sales i thought marketing helps um, uh, marketing and sales are interrelated and then I thought um, maybe I should really, you know, aspire to get into senior management or executive level roles. And I thought um, I need better exposure. I need uh, better mentors, uh, you know, that can guide me to get there. But which I, I at the time, I felt the environment where I'm in um, is not enough, uh, is not uh, enough to support me to grow, even though I'm doing extremely well where I am. So then I said, maybe I need to go to U.S. because U.S. is the you know, uh, best economy. Uh, then it's a, it's a great uh, country for education. And then that's how I came to U.S. and then I went to school in Wisconsin. I, I went and uh, took the MBA in international business again. I'm, my, my thought process, my exposure in, in those multinational companies opened up my mind and really I, I, I was thinking global um, and I thought international business education will give me that perspective um, to understand global markets and, and I know I will I'll reach the top and, and I need to set myself for success and that's why I chose that at the time, which I'm glad that I did right and from then on, I joined a couple IT companies, business analytics, software application development, um, data, data centers. I was handling different roles in business development, enterprise account management. Um, and then at some point I felt, um, I think um, maybe it's time for me to start something on my own. Um, and then that's how I got into entrepreneurship world. and. Uh, uh, started a real estate company, uh, did um, uh, some deals on on that, uh, and then um, uh, I was still helping a couple of startup companies. Then realized there's so many challenges with startups and small businesses who are generally under ten million dollars. You know, startup all the way up. So many challenges, and which I did not uh, see in the corporate world. It's that's a different environment. This is a different environment. And then I realized the size of the market is so vast. We have 30 million small businesses in U.S. It's a big number right there. And then you know, you know, 50% fail in the two years, and you know, 85% fail in five years. 96% of companies who start will never reach one million dollar in their lifetime. I see that um, so that's there's a big challenge, and if we can figure out a way to, you know, solve some of the problem, then that would be a great opportunity right there. And that's how I started Genius Visionary, and you know, and then we started um, business coaching for small business owners on revenue, uh, revenue growth, uh, helping them funding and financing, helping them on building business credit, and so many areas that they would need help. Uh, 
so that was um, uh, a good uh, strategy that uh, led us uh, uh, to this place where we are now into so many other things like uh, we started m and advisory um, we have uh, m and consulting we have uh, corporate learning and development programs for larger corporates. We did um, uh, invest a lot of money in research and bringing up a lot of these solutions around um, the Genius Visionary uh, brand. Uh, so in between, I did a master's in finance. Uh, again, um, my observation from the corporate world and uh, business world is most leaders at the top generally lack skills in understanding balance sheets, income statements, cash flow statements, because they're more focused on revenues, top line growth, building organizations, managing teams, growing teams, training teams. Um, so then I, I said, why not? I, I challenge myself and educate myself. So that way, you know, I will have complete understanding, you know, um, 360 degree understanding of the business in general. So, so to, 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 to identify blind spots. So a lot of things when you're running an organization are right in front of you, but you may not be able to see that uh, until um, you know, something really hits pretty bad. Um, and then sometimes that's going to cost time and money in business. So, which I think uh, that really helped me a lot. So I think, uh, so that's a brief, uh, you know, overview about my background. Growing up in India, you you grew up in uh, you know middle class family, working class family. What um, well, what did your parents do? Yeah, uh, they were they were working for government, you know, um, decent jobs. Uh, uh, but maybe I think uh, what you're trying to ask me is. Where did I get that drive? Where did I get that, uh, you know, the, the, the motivation to just go after things and then, you know, uh, explore um, new, uh, new things and then trying to do things and things like that. So I think um, uh, I'm very competitive uh, right from childhood, uh, pretty good in you know sports and games and, you know, uh, have the background, I'm a gymnast. Um, so that that uh, somehow led me to become a high performer uh, at an unconscious <laughs> level. It was not a conscious effort. Unconsciously, I, I became a high performer because I was not just playing, I, I used to be a champion in that. So it's it's a different level of play, right? So, and that translates to other areas of life. You cannot be an extreme performer in one area and you cannot be average performer in another area. If that makes sense. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, so something uh, from there, I think, uh, pushed me uh, to, even though I'm comfortable, uh, I, 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 I did not feel that that's okay. Uh, I, I, just not, I just did not feel that, you know, being uh, uh, you know, being like anybody else around me, my peers is is just not okay. I got to do something. There's something more. Uh, I don't know what that is, but I was. I'm a seeker. 
yeah, something triggered uh, from that, uh, I think, um, competitive uh, sports, sports environment. So we had a little uh, brief conversation before we started recording, yeah. and um, we touched on really resilience, essentially. Uh, yeah. You know, you were saying that a lot, a lot of times when, when people fall down, that's when they give up. And yeah. uh, I imagine uh, you've, you've uh, stumbled along the, all, along the way throughout your career and, yes. and clearly you're doing well. So can you talk about some of the lessons that you've learned through your failures? It's a long journey, you know, it's like a marathon race, right? So um, through this process and then, you know, these trials and um, tribulations on, you know, there's, there are always setbacks that throughout the career, I mean, I always have something or other coming up, you know, you want to do something, something is blocking you, something is not happening. Um, so what I realized is that um, um, you always have an option to give up. You have this ambition, you have this goal in life. Uh, initially, everything looks good. As you start the process, things start uh, getting real. And then eventually it's going to test you, um, test your patience, test your energy, test, test everything, right? Um, what I realized is that uh, If we give up, that's it. There's 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 no tomorrow, um, and, and and nobody is questioning you. Nobody is asking you to go go and get the gold medal. Even if you get silver, it's okay for everybody, but it's you who want the gold medal. So 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 it's like that. So nobody is telling from outside. You got to go and get this. You got to go and get this. And if you if you, if you don't get it, nothing. Nothing is going to happen, but since I was setting the bar very high, internal bar very high, it's an internal thing, it's not an external thing. The validation is not coming from external success for me. So, so externally, I may fail. Internally, I'm okay because I'm progressing. So you have a goal, you start from point A and you have a point B. Um, even though it's an unrealistic point B, you you start your journey and then you're going along um, uh, in the right direction. You're falling down, but when you are, when you know that you are in the right direction, when you know you are doing the right thing, when you know you are putting your best efforts, when you know you are doing everything in your capacity to make it happen, you know it's okay. You 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 are okay because you you have progressed. The progress is the key. Are you progressing? It's not about did you fell down or not. You're going to fall. You will, you will fall. Even if you get up, you will fall. Just a matter of when. But are you in the right direction? Did you give your best? Did you do everything in your capacity to do that? If there is anything like no in between, then there's a problem. Again, nobody's asking me. Nobody's asking you. These are your own soul searching questions. Uh, 
this is the way I think. I, I, nobody taught me that this is the way I should do. And this is how I, I did it. And then if I have uncomfortable answers from myself, then I got to uh, go back and uh, you know fix that problem in me. Uh, and then again, redo, 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 redo. So, the, so my goal is, is the one which was driving me. Uh, but I was not measuring these these pitfalls that I I fell down I get up I fell down I'm not I'm not so much stuck in this uh, if my goal was not that big enough and, and and then what happens is I try a little thing that did not work then I give up because that's a big thing for me uh, so th there is your goal and there is this greater purpose beyond your goal the greater purpose is that just not money, just not what you're doing, that you are, you're constantly expanding your horizons. You're constantly expanding your destination and then enjoying the journey, even though it's rough. I think that's a better way to put it. How did you go about defining your purpose? Hmm. It took a while for, for me to really determine what my purpose was, but um, initially it's more about what I want, what I want to achieve, um, material possessions and things like that. I want this, I want this car, I want this. But later on, you know, you realize that life is way beyond these things. Life is way beyond these immediate needs or immediate wants, right? Uh, then you really start thinking about what is it that uh, what resonates to your personality? Like, what is it that you can bring out to your immediate world and the rest of the world? Like, you start becoming a contributor. How can I contribute myself? In which way I can contribute to something else? Um, maybe I can motivate people. Maybe I can set an example. Maybe I can give a helping hand. Maybe I can bring all my learnings and change somebody's life. Uh, that's what now it's driving. I, I'm more interested in changing, um, uh, I would say people's lives, but more towards, uh, I'm helping more towards their businesses. And then through that, it is making a change. Um, but, uh, but I also want to help people individually um, at many levels, which, which could be, uh, helping them in gaining their own mental strength, uh, confidence, uh, giving them direction, um, setting goals and helping them to achieve those goals and all the other things that are needed for them to be successful in their life. I think that's what is driving me now. I think that that's, that's very um, fulfilling uh, professionally, if I can achieve that. If, if I can help somebody else grow, that's a lot of uh, fulfillment for me. Everything you're saying is, uh, is really interesting because, so I haven't published it yet. Uh, it's still in the editing process, but I, I wrote a book on leadership and leadership philosophy, um, you know, grand strategy and, you know, really defining your purpose 
in mm. life. And, and as a leader, if, if someone is striving to be the best leader they can be, the only way that you can consider yourself to be successful as a leader is by really looking at the, the success of the people that you're leading. Absolutely. So when, when somebody determines that that is what they really want to do is, is become a leader, add value to other people, and that becomes their purpose. It's, it's really interesting because I, I, I've studied a lot of philosophy, religions, um, and I, I feel like it goes back to Taoism, Hinduism, um, Buddhism, you know, and there's there's definitely Eastern influences in Christianity, and I um, even you know Stoic philosophy. I, I talk a lot about that, and there are these universal truths that span the history of mankind. Mm-hmm. That really, and, and I, I feel like this is where maybe some people lose sight of what's important is when they define their success by material, uh, by material Yes, yes. And, and really the, the sense of accomplishment and the sense of well-being and, and the sense of, you know, I've, I've really done something here. When when you help somebody else achieve their version of success, yes, it, it's it's an amazing feeling. And to to really you know broaden that that sphere of influence as a leader, I, I feel like that's really what you've been doing and, and what yes. you're doing with Genius Visionary Correct. is is really, it's not about the, uh, the financial gains, but about adding value and helping other people succeed. Succeed, yes. And uh, it's just interesting where a lot of times, you know, I talk to people that are in public service and to talk to somebody that's in um the corporate world that has that same mindset i feel it's not something that's all that common and would i be correct yes you're right absolutely it's not all that common it i think it goes back to your personal value systems um uh, yeah i'm i'm bringing a lot of my personality into um uh, the corporate uh, environment in general which is not so common in, in, in the business world. It's just more about numbers, results, uh, outcomes, less of uh, you know, heart-centeredness, less of emotions, less of um, emoting uh, with others and uh, their problems. But the reality is we are all human beings. We are all, we are all the same. Uh, we just 
play our roles wherever we are, right? Um, if we can connect with people at that level um, and then help them from there, uh, we will win. We will win in will we will win in any environment because you're touching people, which is most important than anything else. But uh, again, that's not common in the corporate environment. For genius visionary, what are your most common customers? Uh, most common customers are um, business owners, um, small business owners, uh, all, uh, startups to all the way up until around $10 million is a, uh, generally that's a sweet spot. Um, we are helping them in uh, revenue growth. Uh, they all have growth challenges at different stages of the company. Uh, there are several things that go into that engagement. Typically, we try to work with them for an year. Then it's all about result-oriented result approach. Um, so, and then funding and financing. Money is a big challenge for them on, on their investment and operational cost. And then we have a program uh, for those business owners to build business credit based on EIN. So basically, we are helping them to set themselves up uh, for success um, because I have a lot of background in working for very large organizations. I know how they function. I know what they know, what these guys don't know. So we bring all the things to the table. Um, so if you have it, my belief is that if you have a strong foundation, then scaling is very easy. If you don't have the strong foundation, then you have a problem. So it's like, for example, you don't have um, good uh, uh, business credit, um, then you always will struggle with access to funds. But you may have this brilliant patented idea. You have these ideas. You have this. You have that. But you're you you are you're you have a limitation. Business owners don't realize that, or they may have money, but they don't have people skills. So they invest money on the on the wrong people, putting them in the wrong places, and expect them to create wonders. Not going to happen. Uh, so so many things can happen. Um, you may have money, but you also have a brilliant idea, but you don't know how to execute the idea. These are the real time issues that these business owners face on a daily basis. So we try to plug in the things that they needed and help them to achieve their goals, whatever are their goals. However big they are, we can help them. So that's that's one part of the business. Other part of the business is that uh, we are also into mergers and acquisitions advisory. So helping companies to acquire uh, strategic uh, companies for their own growth, exponential growth, um, helping companies to uh, exit at the right time um, because uh, timing is everything and then it requires a lot of planning a lot of things need to be done um, those are the two areas that we we also specialize and we also do valuation of companies so many other things helping them to raise capital um, yeah helping them on exit strategies um, so all the other things in between like due diligence uh, uh, feasibility studies, market research, so a lot of other other things also um, 
go under the MBA umbrella, basically. So for smaller organizations, we have revenue growth strategies and funding strategies for the larger organizations. We help them on M&A, buy side, sell side uh, advisory and consulting. So we do these, these things, yeah. I'm wondering, are you based in Wisconsin or are you uh, based somewhere else? Uh, uh, no, I'm based in um, uh, Northern Virginia, Washington DC suburbs, yeah. Okay. Now, I would imagine that you you cover the the continent yes that's right that's right yeah the goal is to um you know glo go global um with the right kind of partners and uh, more people um need help um so we are trying to reach out um or communicate uh, what we can do for them through um you know, different uh, platforms through content, uh, thought leadership, uh, and a few other, uh, you know, ways. Um, so we are attracting uh, some of the partners uh, from other countries. We are right now looking at uh, some strategic partners who could uh, help us uh, launch in those countries. For the listeners, you know, I, I know plenty of veterans and first responders that you know, small business owners, and um, and I know that it's not just uh, them that listen to the show, but one question that I would have for you is, what is what is too small of a business for you to take on as a client? Half a million dollars is 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 a good start, I guess. Because by then um, you have a business model, a proven uh, product or a service, um, and uh, I think you have some cash flow coming in at the time. Um, but we we work with even real. I mean, some of the great, brilliant ideas come from real, real small people, which. They're not even structured properly. They're not even having any kind of seed capital. We can look into it. I wouldn't define that by a number. It all depends on where they're at. But generally speaking, half a million dollars is a good size to work with us. Um, and then I would put it this way. Any other business owners who are having smaller revenues or just starting up or maybe having some some idea that they really want to bring it to this world and don't know how, where to start. Um, in any scenario, I'll be happy to talk to them um, wherever they are, at what stage they are. I'll be happy to have a, a 45 minutes uh, strategy session with them, which is obviously complimentary. Um, at least they can walk away with some actionable um, you know, uh, steps which could change uh, their trajectory. Uh, so I'll be happy to uh, help anybody with any questions. Uh, uh, and if we cannot help them, we'll be happy to uh, show them the right direction where they can get help. Should somebody listening want to get in touch with you is the best place to, to reach you um, through going to your website or? Uh, I would uh, say, um, 
they can write uh, to me directly, Krishna at uh, geniusvisionaryinc.com. That is Krishna at geniusvisionaryinc.com. Uh, they can refer uh, the show, uh, that they listen to this show, uh, and then I'll, I'll be happy to share my calendar to schedule a time to discuss from there. Now, I will, I will put your email address and, and your website yes. in, in the show notes mm -hmm. so that uh, anybody listening can just go there and, and yeah. find you. So. Absolutely. I, I really appreciate you sharing so much with me today. It was really nice talking to you. Thanks so much, Dave. Thank you for the opportunity. And uh, I, I would uh, uh, encourage everybody, um, whoever is listening to this show, um, depending on what they want to uh, you know, um, achieve, um, they should go for it. That's all I would say. You know, uh, we all have challenges. We all have uh, uh, external factors like economy, pandemic, and all that. Uh, but I think uh, we should never give up on our dreams. I encourage anybody to just go for go go for it. Thank you again, and uh, I look forward to seeing great things from Genius Visionary. Thank you, Dev. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of From Embers to Excellence. Please like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on your favorite podcast platform and visit hollenbachleadership.com for additional content. My goal is and always will be to add value to as many people as possible. So if I can be of any assistance to you or someone you know, please connect with me via email or on one of my social media accounts linked on the homepage of my website. Remember, our failures don't define us unless we let them, and the only true measure of a leader is the success of their team.